Good afternoon. Uh, Stratton Mortgage here again. Season one, episode seven. Seven weeks, guys. I know, seven right? times now. Uh, you look like a professional. It Tom. is fun. <laughs> how, many, how many episodes is season one? Did we determine that? <laughs> it's going to be 52. Yeah. 52. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go along with our routines here. Introduction. I'm Tom Christie. Bill Seach. Trey Reedy. Adam Baumline. Uh, so we're going to keep it a little simpler today than coming out with the three topics and just really kind of hone in on one particular one because it's been something we've had to deal with several times this week already, uh, which is gift funds and down payments. Um, I want to start, I just ran into a scenario today. Um, I have a client trying to relocate here from North Carolina. Um, a gift fund from his parents would have been completely fine, and there's a different way of doing that conventional FHA. Um, but uh, in this case, his parents did not want to do it as a gift and in turn said, we're going to give you a loan. Uh, that, however, is not okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anytime you're getting money, it's cons- got to be considered to be secured. In this case, it would be considered unsecured. So therefore, uh, the loan from his parents cannot be used as his down payment. Uh, because he yeah. just borrowed cash itself. Well, it does anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, cash, or, you know, check, whatever it is. But he, yeah. it's... Be, you know, ha- now, had he, again, maybe had, if he had a car that was paid off and decided to do a cash-out refinance on that car, well, that would be secured because there's something as collateral there. Uh, in this case, there is no collateral. So, um, if, you know, if somebody's trying to do a gift and you, it's, it's your best serve to get it in the form of a gift and not Tell a loan. Totally a gift. Yes. So they, what was the reasoning that they did not want to do a gift? Like so there's some, They had personal reasons, like, I, I'm, I'm not yeah. certain. Uh, it, I'm certain it had to do with taxes, uh, <laughs> yeah. but well, they wanted the money kid, back. They, I know, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, again, it's their kids, and they, you know, their their rate they even did for them was like at two percent. I mean, it's next to nothing. They're not trying to make money off their child. It's just, it's just they're a, extremely by the book, um, which again is completely fine. But um, I think that they're Heard misunderstanding this about uh, how you know being getting a gift. It's it's that's John and I were talking. It's the parents have already been taxed on that. I don't know how they'd be taxed again, giving money to their son. But again, it is what it is. And they, they have uh, a loan from their parents. It's been notarized. And because it is considered a loan um, and they're unwilling to consider it a, an actual gift to their child, that it's now no longer able to be used as a down payment. Right. And that was a big number, wasn't it? Wasn't it like a big it, it was $150,000. Yeah. So, wow. and, and again, that $150,000 could have been a gift. Uh, had it been considered an actual gift, so th- uh, they would have been fine. Yeah, so this brings us to, again, using a broker instead of a bank. The bank would say, no, you can't do it and turn you down probably where we have to figure something out. So what are we going to do to figure that out? Yeah, So and, and they did. They went and, you know, Key Bank was a bank. They said, hey, you know, you just got to be in there for 60 days. And the reason they're saying that is because they're going to go off a two-month bank history. Um, and so, so with that two-month bank history, like by the time they get to it, that large deposit is not going to be seen any longer. So they can just look at it as cash in his bank. Yeah, just uh, consorted funds. Yep, that's the seasoning part of it there. So that's you know there that's that's key bank's way around it, and they don't have any other options. Um, however, our little trick around this is say, okay, well you take your hundred fifty thousand dollar loan you get from parents, factor it in the debt ratio because he did get the money. Sure. Um, but now he uses his own money, do little money down. Just get into the house, uh, and then after the loan, you know, gets set up with the lender and everything, he can then take that hundred fifty thousand dollars, apply all of that towards the mortgage, and he does what's called a recast. Yeah. Um, and what that does is basically takes the loan that he already has, 
um, and decreases his principal balance by that $150,000 and refigures that payment as if he put $150,000 down. That's the loophole around the whole loan thing. So what, what's our original loan amount going to be? Is it like 200, 300, 400? When he's putting minimum down, whatever, how much money he actually had, what, 3%, three, right. well, 3.5% if he's on FHA. Well, just to explain for the people. Yeah, so listen, I mean, he could, he could do as little as 3% down. I mean, he's looking at buying a $500,000 house. So, you know, in that case, with 3%, that, that still keeps him below the loan limit there. Um, but like I said, that, you know, then, yeah, I would told him, sure. hey, just take that and back out the down, you know, the money that your dad gave you and then, you know, pay put the rest down as far as doing a recast right it's no different as if you brought it all down to day one so um but again back to your point is just having options to, to look a little deeper into things and say nope can't do it you got to wait 60 days in this guy's case he can't wait 60 days he's right. relocating from north carolina to columbus has a job at mount carmel and he's got to be here in 45 days he cannot wait 60 days so, so there's two now obviously that scenario has a pretty large down payment but there's also several grant programs that we have too. So depending on the situation and what they're getting for a gift or what they're not getting for a gift, uh, you know, we could do potentially one of the grant programs to get them in the home uh, and do some, look at something like that. So we've done that or the 1% down program, it, it, depending on the bar or the scenario, yeah. obviously that scenario is not going to work for that. Cause so it's options in, income limit, but yeah, but That's there's, the there's options that we would have. And in, in, if you, I mean, well, Typically, from what we've seen, I think most people getting gift funds, it's not to that amount. No. It's not to that purchase price range, right? Yeah. It's somebody that would fit into the it's mold. It's actually the first, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for one of those programs. Right. So uh, there are some other potential grant programs or things that we can offer that would also bridge that gap, you know, for uh, for the down payment. So that would be good. Have you done the the grant one with the, the FHA where there's no there's no down payment at all? Because I was talking, to, I was talking to, yeah, yeah, I was talking to Lisa, and she's like, yep. I have a customer get back a hundred bucks at closing. Yep, that's crazy. If they get seller paid closing costs, they can, it literally they will cover their down payment, and the seller can pay the rest. They just have to live there. They have to keep that loan for three years to forgive that. It's like a form of a second, kind of like yeah, an over a, thing, but a, a, yeah, yeah, it's okay. a, a second lien that doesn't have a payment on it that prorates itself away over time. Forgivable. It's forgivable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you went to sell the home. And somehow there was equity there within the first three years. Then you would have to you you'd have to pay that money back out of the equity that was there, basically. Right. But most people are going to be in a house. But for most three people, years. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. If you're in that program, more than likely you're not looking to bounce houses every year. Yeah, I don't think we had any. Well, at least I can't think of any borrowers that one percent down with United Wholesale that no, sold yeah, it's or or refund. I mean, they're all still in their home. Right. So, and that was we're we're in two years on that. So. Because they're taking advantage of that program are typically going to – they're in there for several years just looking forward yeah. to establishing that uh, property as their residence. Is that just to keep people from kind of doing it even though they don't need to and then making money off the Probably, property? yeah. I mean, because they're basically giving them money. I mean, you, you wouldn't – I'm sure if somebody could – I'm sure somebody could find a way to finagle – you know, go buy a property down – up and coming area in uh, Old Town East or something below market, use the grant to buy it, fix it up, then go sell it and make, you know, I don't know, I'm picking number $15,000 or something. Well, because if you did do that in theory, you're not really, it's not like you're paying extra because you didn't have to put that down to begin with. Like they gave it to you as a down payment. Yeah, you, just, anyway, wouldn't, you so, just wouldn't keep that. Yeah, it just you, wouldn't be you, the free money at that, that point. Back. 
Yeah, so, but after three to four years, whatever that is, and it really is turns in that free free money. Yeah, uh, it's equity. Yeah. Um, so then, what are well, you know? So that's obviously that didn't work for the down payment assistance thing. Sorry about the static, but um, talking about like what can you do for gift funds so people know if you know we have the acceptable sources of gifts and things like that. Uh, who can it be from? You guys, I mean, we all talked about it, but, you know, let's, let's let our, our viewers know, too, you know. You can run down that list, but yeah. Uh, Obviously, if uh, the immediate family member would be okay. The immediate family yeah. members, uh, they actually took cousins out of there, believe it or not. It said no cousins on the HUD thing. Mm. But uh, mother-in-law, sister-in-law, brother-in-law, stepbrothers, stepsisters parents spouses can you get one from your employer i think you can get you can one. i've done i've yeah. done that i've gotten i've used a gift fund from an employer before okay. yeah um that was just we it was you and i had a loan together uh through our system uh from the last team oh, we did yeah, one that's right he got it from his employer uh and again it was simple enough to get it really wasn't uh i remember that was fortunate to have an employer that. do that for him that's for sure but you know yeah, that was nice domestic partners <laughs> there you go i yeah. saw something uh just kind of reading through this stuff, you know, educating myself even on this, that even if somebody can show proof that somebody's lived together for a year, um, that's that might be like through Freddie that was saying that. that I was had acceptable. the gift, didn't I? I think I had one of the gift funds where they were boyfriend, girlfriend living together. You had to show the, you used the Facebook <laughs> I page to I show proof. I printed out the Facebook together. page to show that they were in, they were boyfriend, girlfriend. Actually, in, or maybe they were engaged. Maybe the it long, was engaged. The long term thing. Yeah, yeah it was a long term relationship. Right. You had to prove a long term relationship. So they had a lease together. They had uh, the utility bills were together, things like that. I, I don't think they were on the same bank account, but the other, I mean, it was. It made sense. Yeah, enough information it, 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 to show. Yeah, it. you could tell they definitely were together. They had to be more than Facebook official. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's Facebook official. <laughs> it's official. House. Let's get Facebook official. Real <laughs> it's not quick. official until it's on Facebook, right? <laughs> yeah. So I got one right now where uh, the couple lives together, but they're not married yet, but they have a child together. So uh, Vicky told me to go ahead and get the birth certificate for the child because both parents. Oh well, yeah, it's yeah. their parents. Yeah, I mean, and that proves the the. The relationship of time, you know, over time or whatever. Because you would think. And, yeah. and that's why I think that, <laughs> you know, one of the biggest things to, with, uh, you know, being a wholesale is the these underwriters want these loans to close. Like, everybody's looking at these from an angle. Like, how can we get to close? Like, they, they want these loans to close. So that's, you know, and they're going to come up with solutions and work with us to help get a loan closed. And if it can't, that's a, that's, it a, can't. that's a huge point, you know, because there are sometimes – it almost seems like, you know, and occasionally we'll see it with Leonard on our side. Of course, we don't, we don't work with them anymore, but it almost seems like they're trying to find a way not yeah. to approve the loan. Like they're always looking for something that's wrong versus it seems like the underwriters that we work with are trying to find a way. Hey, you know, do they have somebody that can give up gift funds? Uh, I don't, I mean, there's a million different scenarios, but it seems like we've been asked questions and sometimes you're like, what? And then you realize, oh, the underwriter's actually literally trying to help me close the file. Maybe something you didn't think about. Yeah. You know, you got a lot of loans going on or a lot of people pre-qualified. And sometimes something just doesn't pop in your head right away. You Literally, the lending team is there trying to help you or help the borrower get, uh, you know, get it done. Um, sometimes it's us or sometimes it's them. But it, that kind of goes in a little bit to my the one I just closed yesterday. Yeah. You know, with with that problem, and that also goes what we're talking about with gift funds. So that loan scenario, borrowers came to me, 
pre-qualified them, and one of them was getting a bonus from work, which was going during the process of the transaction, which was going to complete the down payment. Okay, it was an annual bonus. He gets it every year. You know, it's consistent. Okay, fine. Well, he didn't get the bonus. So <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> they then went and got gift funds from their aunt. Okay, gift funds are okay. Now here's where it kind of got a little bit tricky. So when we reviewed them and they never mentioned anything about getting gift funds and, and literally essentially had their own money, we qualified them or took them to a lender where the interest rate was literally one percentage point in rate lower than what they qualified for at any other lender. Meaning they got a much lower payment because this is a you know a two hundred thousand dollar purchase, I think. So big difference in the payment, yeah, right? That's... Well, now it becomes uh, we got to find another way to get money, or we have to entirely switch your loan to a different lender with a different interest rate and close in two weeks, which we can do, but you know, it's that's it's stressful, a <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of work. Uh, we started looking at it. Some of it was me looking at it and saying, okay, hey, you know what? They have another payroll deposit hitting, you know, at the end of the month, we can use that. And then the lender looking at it a little bit and saying, hey, we can lower the interest rate down and that they, they didn't charge them for it. I mean, it wasn't on the, the final closing disclosure. So they must've given me a, a credit or something, but yeah. them. So putting those two things together, now we got the rate low enough to where the debt to income ratio was working out because they had gotten an exception to not have the gift funds. Um, and then, you know, them getting or him having the money in his account that I saw literally made it just enough <laughs> to where they qualified. But thank God, because otherwise they would have had to do a loan that had an interest rate of, I mean, they still could have closed, but that's so, a, that's 1% higher in the interest rate. That's a big deal. Yeah. So and from like four and a half to five and a half. It was yeah. four, six to five. And then with, with where their scores are at, they would have been, yeah, yeah. 5.75. It may have been easier to get the loan done through somewhere else, but the job was get them the best rate. If that meant just even a little bit more work to do something to make sure it got done, that's what had to happen. And that's what, what you delivered. Well, that's yeah. And again, and that, they listen if anybody's listened to our previous podcast about being prepared that was never mentioned you know that mm-hmm. was never really something that came up hey i get this annual bonus every year you know like clockwork okay uh that's what we're going to use sometimes you'd want somebody to wait to see their money in their account they found a home they really like it's before the buying season they wanted to jump on it rates are good especially in their case uh you know based on credit score so they kind of had to move forward you know and it kind of puts you in that weird spot so we could have gotten it done regardless, but I'm glad we were able to get it done the way that it was because it saved every time. In fact, I, you know, I think I told you guys like I, the seller is a lender that I know, <laughs> you know, so it was that made it a little bit easier because I could explain to him what's going on and he understands oh, the process. Like, but that doesn't mean he's not nervous as a seller. Yeah, it's like, oh man, you know, what's gonna happen? I don't know. Am I gonna have to put my home back on the market? You know, I mean, those are natural reactions to the to that process. And that's somebody who's in the industry. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So we got it done. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that matters. Yeah. Didn't sleep for about four days. I only ate a cookie, I think, in three days and yeah. got more so gray you hair. put a hole in the wall in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got to get the uh, drywall team in here. Yeah. yeah. The, the things that we go through sometimes <laughs> that just doesn't get seen or heard about, uh, and that's just comes from passion and trying to make sure that we deliver uh, not let anybody down. 
Um, oh, we care, you know. I mean, we did. Yeah, we didn't. You mm-hmm. turned it down and moved on to the next one, and it yeah. well, it's, it's in, yeah. Yeah, that's like, a, I very easily so could have done that. Yeah. So you know what? A lot of people would have done that. Yeah, it's, they don't qualify. They don't move on. You know. Yeah. We got to redo this whole time. thing. I need another. You know, I could even go. I need another thirty days, which I didn't need. But you know, if they had to redo everything, but yeah, I didn't do any of that. So sure. So yeah, I mean, with like so, yeah, the down payments is just again you know, always. Just being upfront, uh, and again, just that, like you said, being prepared of just having that stuff ready to go. Just to, yeah. no one wants to be sucker punched. <laughs> I mean, and it's just. Well, I'm sure su- he didn't know. Surprises. Well, that's well, the thing yeah, they didn't know. You know what I mean? And that just uh, that's one of them. That was literally a scenario where you know they don't know. They're a first time home buyer. They're not going to know that. Uh, but luckily, with our experience, ways to figure thing out, and or technically having those backup options. You know what I mean? Like. They did qualify. I mean, that was a closable loan at anyway, fifteen or twenty, that. you know, lenders that we work with. Uh, it was a matter of choosing the lender that has the best interest rate, because that gave their first time home buyer that gave them the best payment. Why, mm-hmm. you know, why would we want to again broker? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So, and just to say that score was less than five hundred too, wasn't it? Or less, no, less than six hundred. Yeah. So it was your the one of the lower tiers on on FHA, but. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't – it's not indicative of, you know, anything – it's just, you know, sometimes a newer borrower doesn't have as much credit depth. The score is not going to be as high as well, somebody the thing is, we can do them. Uh, they said those, those – some people don't think, like, yeah, I just don't have the credit score. Uh, what I find, a lot of people thinking they need 20% down, and that's just yeah. not the case. Uh, I mean, we with one of our uh, primary wholesale lenders now, I mean, they, the you know, you can do this on a conventional with little as 3% down, whether it's a gift or your own funds. Um, and through a couple of those products, they're still doing appraisal reimbursements. Um, you know, yeah, I, yeah, through what June, I think. Yeah, and I yeah. just, you know, we just, I just closed a loan uh, last week where at, we got the appraisal reimbursement back, and uh, this they got another credit back because there was an overage on the rate. So, like, our cost as a company was a negative. We gave them money to do that loan when it was all said and done. Uh, they still have their title costs, their homeowners insurance, uh, but the financing part of it from that aspect that saves them a bunch of money negative dollars and they're bringing three percent down so they actually walked out of that closing with less than three percent out of their pocket while still having three percent equity position so you kind of touch on something there too and i know we're talking about gift funds and this is not off topic but you know you're getting gift you're saving up for down payment right or you're getting gift funds from a family member you know and you're getting x amount of dollars well more than likely that's not an unlimited bucket you can't just Hey, I'm going to give you a number and you give it to me, right? There's probably a limit as to what they can give. So your closing costs do come into play. So like yeah. you said, we didn't have an underwriting fee, you know, in that particular case. That with us, that's a, what, a seven to $900 savings, depending on the lender. Mm-hmm. From a retail lender, that could be a $1,500 yeah. savings oh, and then in, the alone. In, in, in the underwriting fee. So not only are you saving $1,500 cash, you're getting a lower rate. And you said appraisal reimbursement. Now you're getting another 480, depending on where it's at, roughly $480 back for the appraisal that you would have spent with the other lender. Mm-hmm. So you're at $2,000. Right May- now. Mm-hmm. Maybe you couldn't get, maybe they need $5,500 closing costs. You don't need that. And that's a number I, that readers will tell me a lot. Yeah. You don't need that with us. You, you're much lower than that. You know, yeah. you're. You're closer to, to three thousand, thirty five hundred, depending on what your homeowner's insurance premium is for the year. So that's a big 
that's a big key for for borrowers listening or potential you know buyers listening you know you're trying to save up all this money yeah it's hard and 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 you're saving it and you're doing it well if you're working with somebody who's you know charging $1500 underwriting fee and you're paying this and that's a higher rate it's going to take you longer to get there you don't need to do that it's cheaper for you than what you may oh yeah what it's... you may realize and that's uh, exactly what you just said. This is cheaper and easier than what I had been expecting. And people hear yeah. stories like, ah, I heard this is going to be a tough. And again, my left out at closing, like I thought for sure, like there was more to do. I could like barely even talk to her. I got a driver's license. <laughs> I mean, it was <laughs> like that easy uh, for her to get done. And again, these are some that are really tough, but again, those people prepared, it's everybody knows what's going to happen. Yeah. And but we're we'll trying to make it as easy as we can yeah. because you still have work. Life, in life and life, if you've if you've family. got children or pets uh family, you know, there's a million things that somebody can have going on yeah you know you don't want to go home and spend another five hours working on your lawn that's no, not what we're doing no you done and working so anything else uh, it's almost St. Patrick's Day. Where are you guys going to go? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> right. I didn't even realize that man uh, March Madness all right that's always yeah, fun time March here. Madness yeah, there's a lot of Browns Lanigans. fans out there happy right now. Oh yeah, about yeah. That? Well, Browns had to come up big time. I heard somebody talking at lunch. The Browns are going to win the division. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> there's a, there's already someone who has planned a Super Bowl party for the Browns for next <laughs> oh, year. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For well, sure. Vegas has them the favorite to win that that division right really? now. Really? Over Pittsburgh and the Ravens and the lowly Bengals be down there. The Bengals got a new coach, man. Yeah, same, same quarterback though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Throw the ball in the stands. <laughs> it's not the other team. Yeah. Section 101 is not open, sir. <laughs> Stop throwing it there. Like a souvenir. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, everybody have a good, safe uh, St. Patrick's weekend. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. And uh, yeah, until next week, we'll see you. Take care.